It's time for the podcast. Yeah. You all love. Let's go. Watch your Gang shit. Welcome to the 10 Stooges show. Tonight we're doing... <laughs> Welcome to the 10 Stooges show. Tonight we're doing three questions. First question, what is the angle? Next question, who are the hosts? Last question, what are we talking about today? What is What are the interests of the show? And I have a guest with me today who is a mute, uh, but he communicates <laughs> with, you know, various languages and kind of things that he can show. He, he does, he was a mute from a very young age, but he decided not to learn sign language because he wanted to develop his own system of speech um, that was nonverbal. So if we could ask him the questions and he could kind of do... He can kind of answer them in the way that he feels is fit. Um, he kind of going off the premise we were using last time, not really having research behind his ideas. So we're gonna say, what what is the name of this? What is the, what is the angle we're using today, and what's the name of this podcast? That's very good. And what do you think we're going to be talking about today? Very good. Very good. Liquid. Mm-hmm. Two. Mm-hmm. Joker movie. Yep. Stairs. Bronx stairs. Mm-hmm. Doing a zigzag. I'm losing what he's saying here, but we can try to, in post, we can try to see what, go back and look at his movements, see what he was tracing those two, we'll have to do some research. But yeah, thank you for introducing the show. We'll get right into it. Um, I'm just playing with y'all. Yo, this is Jake D'Ambra. I got my boy Caleb Grown on the left side of me. Hit me up, hit me up, hit me up. We was joking with you, y'all. He ain't no mute. I can speak, dog. He can speak. What's going on, guys? This is the What's Your Angle podcast. What's going on, guys? This is the What's Your Angle podcast. I'm Jake D'Ambra. I'm Caleb Cronin. What we doing? Yeah. And today, we're going to be clipping the audio. That's just what we do. I'm just looking at the audio waves. They're clipping like hell. They look like yeah. the goddamn Mount Everest. Shit Mount look Shiverous. like shit look like when motherfucker be in a coma. You hear me? No, you can't move. You can't speak. Beep, you in a coma, beep, idiot. Beep, Yo, you lost beep. the game of life if you in a coma. Hey, now. Flatline. Yo, you got five senses. All them taken away. I'm sorry, dog. But you know what? We're going to use our five senses today. Touch, smell, sight, intuition. Those are the four senses. Yep. And, and umami. That's the fifth one. And umami, baby. Yeah. More like yo mommy. Oh. 
Oh, yo, mommy, come over here real quick and thank you for checking out this angle. Sponsored by uh, Cheese It Grooves. Thank you, Cheese It Grooves. We took some fan advice last uh, segment of the show, and we did end up getting the potato stick uh, potatoes. They come in a can, and they come little chiffonades, if you will, of potatoes, and great uh, crispy, and we had a grand old time. We I, I remember I killed the whole bucket. I mean, I had a really good night. In fact, I think at the end of the night, I maybe had too good of a night because I Jake caught me slipping, and I had the potato sticks on me as I fell asleep. I may have been... <laughs> <laughs> I may have been a bit drunk or tired. I don't know what it was, but check out this check photo this out here. Right here. Got a, a nice, nice, you know, <laughs> slumber going with my potato sticks. Well, you got me back later that night when I was in, uh, you know, uh, old oh, yeah. lotus pose. Oh yeah, I was in the old lotus pose because I woke up. At, I woke up at right five a.m. And this is and what I, I do every every day at 5.02 a.m. I do this position. He, ta <laughs> he texted me the, the photo of me with the potato sticks, and I started screaming laughing at 5 a.m., and then I, I woke I woke <laughs> him up, and I pointed at him, and I was screaming laughing. He's like, what the fuck? That was and, so scary. It was and, uh, so terrifying. He just didn't know I was laughing, but he had to go to the bathroom anyway, so he left. But then I, I told him that I was talking about the, the photo. So let's just say we had a, a nice little hour of... Uh, conversation at 5 a.m. because we were so amused we couldn't go back to sleep yep, and i had to go to class <laughs> had, i had to be hours. in uh oh i had to be in bleep for uh 9 30 a.m and i it's a 40 minute commute so i was feeling great at 5 a.m so we had a nice little 5 a.m tea time <laughs> as we tend to do uh many of you know that i have a kind of an infection if you will it's called shiveritis muf shiveritis mufla and um, it's yeah. You're gonna call. Getting a call. Getting a call from Charles Kaliza, my friend. I said his full name. Um, he's in one of my. Uh, one second. I'd like answer. to. Can I take this? Sure. Hello. Taking a live call with Charles Kaliza. He hello. You're you're live on the air. I'm recording a podcast right now. I'm live on the air. Yes, sir. Oh, hello, people. Hello, world. How's the world doing? Charles is a great guitarist, and uh, I want the world to know. Uh, so, buddy, what did you call me about? Uh, what What would you like to inquire? <laughs> well, today like you were down to do a session at seven, but you motherfucker recording a podcast and shit. Yeah, man, I I I gotta you know separate work and play sometimes. Yeah, I see, I see, I see. All right, cool. Well, um, well, fuck it. Okay, well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, but we we will play uh, soon enough, hopefully. And I hope you're okay from last night. I know what happened. The men took you, and uh, you know I don't want to get into specifics, but I'm glad you came out uh, okay. Now I'm fucked up today, man. All right, man. I'm starting to wake up. All right, you have a good podcast. Thank you very much, Charles. Everybody, can I get a brief? I must say, I think you were very short to Charles there. I think he wanted to actually tell you a little bit about his his day, but you kind of... He kind yeah, of, yeah. Would, yeah. Would have loved to hear that on the podcast. Where's Charles? Hey, Charles! How was your day? Because, I think well, I started by... Uh, you could call him back and you tell him that you apologize and he is... Feel free to come over if he wants. We could have him on the show. Anyway, yeah, back man. to the cold weather. We have all of our friends for the show because we have, have plenty of room on this fucking couch. I have an illness called... Something, ha something. I forget the name of it because it's something that I, I forget to wrote down. Right. You down. forget to wrote down. Okay. Yeah, 
but uh, it is an illness where I get cold. What basically what happens is when the seasons change, my body uh, adjusts in a certain way. Where, for instance, a good example would be going from summer to winter. I get this thing where the heat goes away from the summertime, the warm weather. The cold weather comes, and I start getting this sensation in me. I'm I'm almost freezing when it's cold outside, and uh, you know I'll have to do lots of measures i'll have to kind of turn the heat on in my house put you know layers of jackets on and kind of mittens gloves if you will of course to keep this this feeling away absolutely um and then it, it starts to pick back up again springtime come autumn uh sorry come summer it gets a little warmer and i get you know the disease again changes and i i start feeling warm all of a sudden i, I have to take the jackets off take the hoodies off so well, it's some, kind of something that my body has been going through for a while and i so that's why i couldn't really do something like that because i have sensitive skin yeah and what's weird is um on top of what's happening internally uh with with caleb's situation he's also affected externally um in fact he shrinks about three inches every winter because the blood vessels that connect from your brain to your feet, they shrink uh, because of prolonged loss of heat. And because of that, Caleb shrinks to about three inches shorter. So he's currently, so like in a normal year, in the normal, you know, uh, almanac year, he's typically about 5'3". And when what's my, interesting is... When my Arcadian is, rhythm is steady. Yes. And then when uh, it's interrupted, you know, forcefully interrupted, he becomes five foot even. And it's and it's and it's a shame, but uh, the doctor said, "Look, Caleb, you're the only person in the world that's ever experienced this internal situation with seasons in which you get colder as the temperature drops." He said, "You're the only person in this world I've never seen a case like this before." Yeah. And I th- and and then he said, "I thought the bearded lady patient before had it rough. She had a beard down to her thighs, but." I'm going to throw her out the window. In fact, I dropped her as a patient right now because I have to spend all my time in my home lab working on you. And they, they told me that, you know, initially I they told me, okay, we'll come in, we'll see what the diagnosis is, and then we'll bill you. And I said, all right, that's fair enough. And um, I went to a couple sessions and I get a big bill. I get, you know, I, I, go to the, I go three or four times to get multiple checkups on my situation. I get a bill in the mail. It's for $275,000. I go, whoa, whoa. I'm looking at the thing. I'm going, holy smokes. That is a deal because I went three, four, five times. They're charging me two, 270. I go to another doctor, specialty doctor, you know, all these organic, medicinal, you know. Dr. Bo Hightower. T- types of things. Yeah. You know, you're getting consultations. I'm walking away usually with a $500,000 bill. Man. And this guy sends me 275. I'm going, holy smokes. He's devoting his studies to me. He's getting rid of all his other patients. And he's, on top of that, charging me almost a charitable fee. I'm saying that is, you know, just wonderful. He's just a wonderful person. I want to thank, I want to thank Dr. Larson for everything that he's done for me and, you know, devoting his life to my position. And I, I was with, can I interject? I was with Caleb when uh, he was delivered the invoice, the bill. And I, and I saw him drop all his things. And he said, Dr. Larson shake my hand and he goes but why you're you're my patient it's my duty i signed up to do this harvard medical school he said and then caleb said shake my hand because you're a true man for allowing me to live my life the way i want to and ultimately dr larson uh this episode's dedicated to uh dr larson's practice um we thank we thank him 
Yeah. I have no illness, um, but I do have a almost uh, like a secondhand secondhand illness seeing people that I love being um, going through hell and going through shit. So it's amazing going through shit, and it's amazing seeing um, my friends have a have a potential solution and at least have a support system, you know, of doctors and medical. hierarchy that is supportive of my you know case and not giving me these absurd bills yep so and um previously when you were at the old doctors who said listen caleb um third time this week you've showed up and i've and i've explained to you that the seasons affect everybody equally um leave my practice because everybody's affected these, by the temperature kind of one of these oh, smooch uh, snake oil doctor kind, we call kind them. of homo, homo homeopathic you know type yeah. of guys okay like, I mean, let me take your he, word he says for it. he says tells me this weird you know wacko story look everyone caleb everyone goes through these um seasonal changes when the temperature is cold your body reacts in the same way because the blood gets cold i'm going you know first of all doctor don't talk to me like i'm an idiot you know i understand the basic rules of anatomy and of biology and uh you don't need to you know act like i'm some sort of buffoon and um, i interjected and i held him like this and i said can we get a second opinion we're gonna get a second opinion yeah left that place immediately and he's going you know i'm going i'm going okay give me the bill give me the bill he's going there's no bill i i didn't you know give you any uh remedy i didn't give you any vitamin etc he's going there's no bill i'm going the only thing there oh, was, was a 20 dollar okay. copay yeah and I'm going, okay, all right, sure, 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 buddy. You know, sure enough. Well, actually, I don't, I never ended up receiving a bill from him, but, you know, uh, it's a scam. Most uh, practices are, typically. It's a scam. That's why you should always go to kind of an ER. If you're in need and you want to, don't want to get this bill, these, this unnecessary cost, you go to the ER. Yep. You know, you try to have, you try to live in a country like America where there's no health care set up for people, um, you know, in a, in a convenient way so you go to the er because that's what you do it's an emergency if it's not an emergency it doesn't matter you go right there because they're going to help you right away and you're not going to have any waiting rooms you're not going to have any issues you know it's going to be real cozy that the the environment is not going to be harsh at all there's not going to be loud tvs there's not going to be music there's not going to be people coughing on each other this type of thing you know you're not going to have to fill out any of these long 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 forms bright lights bright lights none of that because you're going to go in they're going to give you the help that you need immediately and then right? as soon as you sign that form and they discharge you you're going to get a moderately priced um thing in the mail and you're gonna go you know this is unbelievable you're gonna you're gonna say i've been wasting my time because this is such a good price yep um and you're gonna say the health system in this country is so you know amazing and i'm just sad that i that i fell into these this folkloric uh dialogue that it wasn't anything else you know it's a beautiful system yep and it felt like a mother goose tale it felt fictional felt like we were living in a world that that yeah, I, I'm doesn't just, exist, I'm just thankful to Dr. Larson, Dr. To Larson, everyone, to, to all goodness. of the patients. You know, I want to thank um, the cable company that was airing when I was in the waiting room. This is actually kind of a tough story for me. I was in the waiting yeah, room, and you got this. Don't worry. We talked and, about this. Uh, you, got this. you know, I'm, I'm I was sick. You know, I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not one to tear up like this. But I was sick. You know, I was coming into the winter season and my you know i'll just say it i was freezing yep i was Cold staying home freezing i was staying home i had bl- i had to get blankets and you know close the window i was wearing, I was wearing a sweater 
I'll tell you what, the heat was on hey. 71. Hey. And uh, hey. I couldn't take it. I thought I was going to have to blow my brains out. And I go down to the ER, and, and I'm sitting there. I'm so depressed. I'm telling the doctor's going to tell me I got two weeks to live. And uh, I look up. I see Tarzan playing on the TV screen. And I just laugh because I see the scene where, you know, the the hippo takes Tarzan, kind of runs away with him. The elephant, I'm sorry, the elephant. And uh, I just laugh. I go, gee, what a world. And that gives me some real joy. I tell Dr. Larson, thanks so much for, you know, for having that program on because it truly lifted my spirits. And, you know, little did I know he was waiting for me on the other side of the door, a cup of hot joe, a little blanket. He's saying, listen, everything's going to be okay. Uh, you know, he gives me a shot. He gives me three medications, which I am now taking on a uh, bi-daily basis. And he says, everything's going to be okay. It's just fine, okay? I go, thanks so much, Dr. Larson. I go home. You know, later that week, I received the bill, you know, for my visit, $45,000. I go, I am blessed. And you know what the best part is? Dr. Larson, at the end of the day, is not only a doctor. Me for me and you, he's our, he's our friend. He's a friend, and not even more more than a friend. He's a father I never had. Mm-hmm. I have no illness. I have no illnesses. He's never been ill. I've never been ill yet. I always feel better in his presence, and that's why he sponsored today's episode. So uh, and and de- dedicated as well. So we're gonna have a picture of Dark Doctor uh, Carlson right here. Thank you so much for everything you've done for us. Really appreciate you. You're what a memorable guy. Actually, tomorrow we're going to be at New Blue Classic in New York City. Um, yeah. Doors open at nine. Nine to eleven. We're doing two sets of live music. We're gonna be playing crazy stuff. People that have never. People ask us what is the music gonna be like tomorrow night. I go. Have you ever imagined a color that you've never seen before? And they go. I'll be. I'll, can I be the person? Yeah. I go. I go. So, well, you asked me. You know, how, what's going to be like tomorrow night? So, uh, what's going to? I was thinking about going to your show. Um, I've heard a lot about you, and I was wondering. Uh, you're wondering what you're going to hear. Uh, Let me just say, have you ever well, I, taken a science class or maybe watched a video on colors that we cannot even imagine that we've never seen? Yeah. D. D. Sauce. Um. Uh. James here. That's what it's going to be like. Or let me tell you this. Okay. Try to imagine nothing. All right. Let me try. Can I try? Yeah. Not white walls, not black walls. Try to imagine nothing. It's impossible, right? That's what tomorrow's Shit. night is going to be I like. Can't. You, you'll never expect what we're going to be playing at New Blue Classico. Because it is on the brink of modernism. Very similar to people like Charles Darwin and Tony Williams. Uh who played in a band together for a while. Uh, you know, this is music that is truly pushing the art form. Hell yeah, man. Can I hear a hell yeah? Hell yeah, baby. It's going to be great, and I hope you can make it. Anyone watching this in the New York City area, not saying we live there, I'm not saying we don't live there, but we are going to be performing yeah. at a club Most in that definitely. Area. Most definitely this episode will air after this gig. But if you're watching in the past because you watch one of DSauce Eric's video, you could see this and go tomorrow. 
and and we and we hope to see you there ahead of time. That's what we, that's that's our saying on this show. Because we're so on the we're such on the brinksters. Mm. Earlier, I was thinking, Pops why do I like? We were talking. I was thinking, why do I like these sugar drinks so much? Why am I putting these on? Because I have a th- I have this thing for like I, I like sweet drinks. Well, let me ask you this, Jake. Do you, yeah. you have? I I know the answer, but for the sake of the question, you have a sweet tooth or a savory tooth? Savory tooth. That's why I drink savory drinks such as Rolling Rock. Rolling Rock, the rock that keeps you rolling. Extra pale. So I was. I also have a, a savory tooth for when it comes to food, but I, I really like like sugary drinks. Well, like I like like not crazy sugary drinks like fruit punch, but I like like the world of like Gatorade and like uh, smooth like smoothies and like and like um, you know milk product milkshake stuff like that. I I you know I have sweet a weakness milk. for sweet milk. Um, and I was thinking like some people clearly have a sweet tooth and some people clearly have a savory tooth. I wonder why that is. You know what I think about that? If we knew everyone's uh, flavor preference, flavor profiles, kind of holistically as a community, uh, the world would be a better place due to the um, positive consequence of that. So what I propose and what I've thought about, I've dreamt about it, um, is introducing a set of questions in early development uh, testing. So in third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade, they start to propose uh, questions kind of incorporated in basic math. Like, any, you know, like, for example, we were from New England, home of the Boston South Celtics. And um, we took this thing called the kneecap, which was uh, kind of standardized testing. And it tests how smart you are and, and how potential the potential you have to be a mate kind of for anyone when you grow up and your penis and vagina fully develop and form their 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 figures there was standardized testing in the third it's kind grade. of a test it's standardized test that kind of goes through things like math english uh some history but brief and then once in a while in the mix it'll ask you a question like would you ever consider being with uh someone of your sex so you're and you're in the third grade so it kind of throws you off but it's kind of just testing you keeping on your toes yep and so i was thinking to add to that repertoire of questioning um potentially adding a question regarding your sweet and savory preference because ultimately if someone says uh, sweet I, i'm th- i'm th- uh, in third grade i'm three years old and i have a sweet tooth um the teachers can read the the results of that and then put them in a in a room like a closed off room and train them to not much potato like, chips yes potato chips yep. you know uh, French fries. They use conditioning tactics, you know, shock therapy. Nachos. To get the, yep. Get the kid out of their sweet tooth because ultimately, if you eat a ton of sweets, you die. If you eat a ton of savory food, you live till 95 and yeah. you're happy. And, and we all know, I mean, we all know the story. We're taught this, and you know. Well, older than we should be. And yeah, I think uh, in the kneecap, if they introduce like that, it'd be something good because we could kind of, we could kind of expose that now if it was if it was savory and the student asked the question asked the student do you like sweet or savory and he said savory of course we would do the reverse with sweet even though we know that sweet is more dangerous than savory in this world we would say the teacher could read that obviously and say okay let's put them in the sweet room and now also this would mean that every school has a sweet and a savory room uh it's a room lined with you know goodies and snacks and it's kind of like a boy's bathroom and a girl's bathroom it's a sweet room and a savory room and you know each of the sweet kids would go in the sweet room i'm sorry the savory room and the sweet kids would go in the 
the savior yeah you wouldn't want to mix it up or else they'd get confused as to what room they belong in you might want to just yeah exactly. and it depends Keep on it and sweet and sweet depends on how the parents are you know bringing them up with the foods and introducing them you know are the children eating carrots well fortunately in my plan in my vision you also not only condition the, the student they're three years old you also condition the parents as well you say forget anything you've thought or done up until this point this is a parent-teacher conference and i'm gonna have to ask you they to step say, in the suite yeah he said he said they say, uh, they say dr robin or mr robinson sorry not doctor um i'm gonna have to ask you to step in the suite room they say and they say you know if you could they ask the the daughter they say if you could the daughter or the son you know third grade second grade they say if you could leave the room we'd like to have a chat with your parents and the, the parents obviously you know of course are, are, you'd say of course you know leave the room want you know go in the streets do whatever you need to do we need to talk with the teacher so the child will leave and then you know this is when the parents they say have uh mr robinson ha have a seat and then they go what what, what did susan do what, what happened did anything oh she's get, did she getting in fights in school they go you know this age it gets they no, get really no, great no 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 no, no, no. Oh, they, and you know the parents go oh i'm so relieved i thought it was about you know our daughter yeah because she's in the streets right now and the mom goes what is it and uh teacher slides them over a paper Shh. a little pencil it says do you prefer sweet food or savory food and the parent the parents look at each other they go they go right they do this they go they go <laughs> you know it's oh this is this is good go. i know i know him he he loves he loves, he loves his his, sweets. i love my sweets loves the sweets and then I, and, i'm more of a savory i'm more of a savory kind of woman and uh, the teacher goes interesting and you know, at that moment, she kind of goes to her Apple Watch. She goes, "Send them in," and there'll be a you know, kind of big dudes come through the doors. Come through. Just picture uh, my <laughs> eye. My eye. Ooh, whoa. Okay. Picture guys in black suits. I can't picture it because my eye. <laughs> guys in black suits running through. They kind of grab the parents by the shoulders. Come here. And, uh, and they go. Let me go. Let me go. And the Su teacher goes, Susan. Nothing to be afraid Susan. of. Susan. At this point. Susan. You know, at this point, you know, they're they're putting the shots in the neck. <laughs> little tranquilizer. <laughs> Shut the parents up, and then they go. Oh, and the, the, the next thing they see, oh, I want my sweets. Next thing they see, their eyes are fluttering open, their beat, their heartbeat. Doo -doo, doo -doo. You know, their eyes. They're all hazy. They're trying to get, trying to get a sight on their vision. The mom wakes up. She's in the savory room. She's going, where am I? You got ruffles. You know, Cheez-Its, nacho cheese, cheddar popcorn. You know, cheddar the, popcorn. The black bag. Everybody knows those. You know, uh, She's going, where, where am I? It's just a square, you know, about five foot by five foot, extremely small room. Br brightly lit, brightly lit fluorescent LED. And the floor, LCD the lights. floor, of course, is a white and black checkerboard. I was thinking the exact same thing tile, hard, hard mm -hmm. ceramic tile. And her back is hurting because she's been there for hours. She's going, ah, ah. But of course, you know, she's hungry, so ah. she, she, she reaches for a bag of the ruffles. Hmm. <laughs> Sour cream and onion flavor, of course. And Forgets about her, uh, her husband chewing, and, her, and her daughter. Well, yeah, as she's chewing, Asthma. she hears, you know. She goes, what's that, what's that? She, she realizes that her husband is trapped in the next room. He just woke up, had a similar experience. He's in the sweet room. You know, he's seeing chocolates, Twinkies, ice creams, gummy bears, you know. Whew. Good stuff. Hey, I'm and talking. if I was a sweet person, that room, good it, lord. Now, this room is a bit different. It's dimly lit. 
You have a the red. The suites room is dim. Or ha- no, or the suites. The, okay, okay. I don't has a, get it has a red, red glow to it. A very, a very um, you know, odd type of glow. And it has that LED kind of vibe, like the 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 um you humming. Can, you it can goes, hear it. It shuts off. Yeah, it's silent. Fine. Yep. He, you know, you look down on the floor. It's a mirror. Uh, in the suite room. and the 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 mirror is actually somehow reflecting with a blue light but okay. the top is with a red light so so you're trying to figure out you know how that is working so this room is different in uh, tile so it, there's no tile in, in other fact words, it's one big mirror I, i'm confused i just want to clarify in other words this room has a mirror as a floor the savory room has tiles as a floor but the mirrored room is actually there's actually another dimension underneath it's actually another parent that is trapped in another room that has blue lighting uh so it's oh. kind of if you if, oh, you, okay. if you look at it from a bird's eye view, it's kind of shaped like two rooms here, and then a room in front. Yes. Two savories, one suite. And if you've ever seen uh, Batman: Dark Knight Rises, uh, the interrogation scene with the joke, well, the Joker, the old Joker. Um, if we're talking old. about new Joker, we're talking about Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, but not that one. People like Robert De Niro. But we're Previous talking about the old Joker. Joker there's two-way glass, and it's a, it's a kind of a similar technology uh, developed by uh, two-way glass Jones. He created this uh, technology where you can where you can. Uh, I mean, I. I don't need to explain it. Essentially, you but can it's, see it's along in that same vein. See one way, and you can see the other way, but neither of you can see the way that you want to see the opposite way. If it's, I mean, yeah. if that's clear, absolutely, yeah. I, I, and it's funny. I don't even think I, I. I don't know if I needed to mention that. Yeah. Pretty common knowledge. Most people know. But essentially, it's it, they call it a three-way mirror because it it also does partially show the other person on the other side who typically can't see shows them by audio yes and color uh spectrum so that's why that explains the blue and the red exactly so you were saying the suites room blue and red top to bottom mirrors every or mirrors at least on the floor different uh school districts have different listening the savory room was red and it had a parallel universe with blue and the suites room had checkered floor and brightly lit lighting Susie is not there it's just the parents and if you're looking at bird's eye view it's two boxes and one in front you know I don't understand what is so hard about that scenario simple really yeah I mean yeah sorry um, I'm just fed up. Sweet, savory. You know, I've had a lot of these snacks. Yeah, me too. And when I'm talking about my story of my kind of yeah, childhood trauma I'm with the snacks, you, keep it, I can't be having these interruptions. I thought we made this up. I didn't know this actually happened. You know, I got a lot of repressed things going on. And uh, what you t- I might as well you, you know, take a gun and blow my brains hey. out. If I'm thinking, hey! If I'm going back to Dr. Larson and my, my issue with the cold and the dark. He took the shotgun out of your hands, though. He said, Give me the gun, you son of a bitch. Kiss me. He's your, he's your idol. He's your hero. We all know about the sweets and savory room. I'll cut the bullshit. We talked about this before we fucking aired it. But listen here. You became a stronger person because of. Dr. Larson. Who else? Nobody else but Dr. Larson. He, we, and to add, his practice also includes a psychology spectrum. He's able to help you with your internal problems, 
um, as well as your excuse me, as well as your uh, temperature problems that you alone receive. So you came out a better man because of it. Are you, are you, you're, are you sleeping? You're sleeping. Oh, he's waking up. This is the, this is, ladies and gentlemen, this is the longest wake up I've, I've seen in my days. How long was I out? We will email you a thousand dollars if you uh, notice that we weren't wearing headphones. Ding, 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 ding. Oh Why is that? I forgot my Beats by Dre. If you notice that I had an old school pair of Beats by Dre headphones, not just Beats by Apple now, they're Beats by Dre because I got them in 2010 or so. Did you actually? Those just are some the, old ass headphones. Oh my God. Yeah. So let's just say I knew that uh, Dr. Dre was going to blow up and I got them while they were. Yeah, because. Because before the, that point, he was he was nobody. He was a nobody. Nobody knew about that guy. Nobody knew about Dr. Chronic, Dre. all that stuff. Leave it in the dust, you know? The minute he, he introduces a stereo uh, double channel system where you can listen to music the, right, the correct people, way. That's, that's how they marketed people, it. That's when people said, who's this doctor? What's this talk about a doctor? They doctor, uh, he's got good, he's got good bass. That's when he really came. Dr. Derek, what's his name again? Dre. He was finally Dre. able to move out of Compton and kind of get some real credit to his name yeah luckily he made so much money he was able to get his friends like uh kendrick llama out as well he got 2000 uh, this was in 2010 he got tupac out of compton luckily in 2010 um and it's unbelievable what he's done for the crompton community Hmm. little crompton Crompton. breads and stuff yeah uh dave's dave's market wait no not dave's market what's the place Rocks. rocks Should have known. I should have known. I should have known that. Should have known. How about the fact that? So, for context, we went one day. We were back home in Rhode Island, hometown. Uh, I think I mentioned my address last. More work for me to do. Might as well say my uh, fucking uh, social security number. Um. Anyways, we were back. I'm sorry. Let me straighten this out. We were back home one day, and we. We took a trip down memory lane uh, in our hometown, which sucks uh, dick. Memory lane in our hometown is about a one block long. Yeah, literally. We don't have many not, good memories. Not even kidding. Not even kidding. We go to uh, this legendary, infamous market. Everybody, it's the talk of the town. Infamous. It's the talk of the town because there's only a f- like 10 people there. Uh, Rocks Market. And you, how That's do you think you spell that? R-O-C-H apostrophe S. Yeah, okay. Thanks, thanks, genius. Thanks for naming yourself after the fucking... Why don't you say Roach's Market? Because that's probably You how should just say should Roach, be. because they got a lot of roaches. They have some stinking meat in there. Some fucking rancid ass pork, gr- pork shoulder. Fuck you. Their meat was purple. Fuck you. But we weren't there for their stankin' meats. We were there for their sodas, believe it or not. Believe it or not, they have a really nice... I don't know. It may, I think it's French, maybe originally. But anyway, it's a soda called Samal. And uh, it's a orange, slightly orange-flavored, probably artificially-flavored, or maybe artificially and natural, non-sparkling soda. It's more like a juice. And me and Jake used to love it. 
and we had this old memory. Oh man, remember that stuff at mall? We said, I wonder if Rock's Market still has it. Sure enough, speak a little closer. sure enough, they have. They had it in the same shelf that we remembered. Yeah. Uh, we tried it again, and it tasted a bit like dish soap. It wasn't enjoyable, not to say the least. That means that when we were living there and enjoying it, we had some serious so, issues. We had a small perspective. Yeah. We didn't experience a lot of the the uh, real world. We were so, living in the dish soap fantasy uh, reality. Well, we the Jolly Rancher. We reality. we, we kind of had this this rule. It was when a little something like this. I remember this rule. We made it. We anything, wrote it down. It said anything we can eat or drink shove it in our mouths anything we can enjoy we need to eat it at once at once in that moment anything that i do not eat i will eat tomorrow absolutely that was kind of our motto you know they're brothers name a better duo i'll wait yeet i'm jake d'ambra and this is Let's go! What's your